It's Valentine's Day. That means it's time to hunker down with a loved one and chuck on the Beyond the Sidelines podcast. This week, we are joined by the Brisbane Lions AFLW captain, Emma Zilke. We discuss all things David Warner winning the Allen Border medal, Tim Zhu and Jeff Horn's fight heating up, and Matt Renshaw being axed from the Queensland Bulls side. We will discuss all of this and much, much more. Let's get it. And welcome back to another episode of the Beyond the Sidelines podcast. Joining me, as always, Finn and Campbell. Boys, how's the week treated you? It's been quite rainy, mate. Not going to lie. It has. It's been rainy a kind of week. Torrential weather. Yeah. I thought you died the other day. Me? Yeah. 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 I was a bit unresponsive for about you were. a day. It was, it was a good... the whole day. It was yeah. quite unlike you. Well, I, 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 just, I just don't live by my phone pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you I do just... most of the time. Well, we were scared, mate. So can you? Yeah, because we we were setting up plans. We were like, oh yeah, we'll go here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and well, you just weren't responding. We well, were you like, were oh, setting up plans. I, I, I was at work, right? Yeah, I was at work till about seven, and you're doing all these plans while mm. I'm still working, expecting yeah. me to check I, my phone I, I, at work. I assumed you were at work, but once it passed seven, we were texting him at I nine. T- it was, was at like nine, and we were like, huh. That's at a that bit point, strange. when I got home, I just sat in the couch and just stayed there. I just sat there like a fossil, just but just fossilizing. For what, about four hours. That's a word. What 20-year-old doesn't touch their phone for two hours, CJ? Yeah. That's my know. question to Queer. you. Mm. There you go. A one, Angus Bryan. Exactly. Yeah, well, Brian. That's Brian. Just, that's just not how I live my <laughs> life anymore. I'm going I'm going clean. I'm cleaning up my act, not not uh, using electronics as much. No, that's a lie. Yeah. I just I just couldn't be bothered. Well yeah, said. Fair play. Yeah. Fair play. Anyway, we'll, we'll jump into the fast five. Of course, five topics covered in... Uh, you know, one minute each, or, or we try to do that at least. Usually goes for about ten. I don't Usually. think we've ever actually done. I think it in like five the first minutes. time well, we did, we were like, like ah, we no, like, can you? Yeah, I remember telling Gussie to shut up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, how about we try it this time? What? Try and keep it to five, or I'll do my yeah. best at least. Yeah, I'll tell you guys to hurry up. Anyway, the first topic: David Warner. He wins the uh, Allen Border Medal. Bit surprising. What are What are your boys' thoughts on yeah, this? Yeah, definitely. I think. I mean, Manus Labuschagne won Men's Player of the Year, was it? Uh, um, test test, test yeah. Player of the Year. I think yeah. he was probably, maybe because he wasn't as prolific across all four. Well, Manus, he yeah. wasn't even in the Ashes. No, he wasn't. Starting 11, was he? But the thing about Warner is he basically wasn't either. No. Like, mm. he was absolutely abysmal over mm. in England. Well, he, he, going into the fifth test, he averaged 9.7. He averaged Yeesh. less than uh, Leach. The, there you go. Uh, the England last l- yeah, last batsman. Number 11. So that's just embarrassing, isn't but it? I think he came back to Australia in the summer. Mm-hmm. And he shone, to be fair, in part. Yep. I mean, mainly, we were playing Pakistan. Mainly so. against Pakistan. That's the thing. It was yeah, three, everyone shone against Pakistan. 355, not out. Yeah. And then another 150. And yep. then he scored another ton against New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And another ton against India in the ODIs just gone. Yeah, yep. of course. This is take, uh, the, the result of this is taken from all formats of the game. So you've got T20, you've got one days, mm. you've got test match. You can't just be good at test match well, like Labashain. Who was. would you prefer to get it? I uh, think Steve Smith. Uh, Smitty, I'd say. Well, yeah. I thought Pat Cummins. Pat Cummins, yeah, as well. Sure. Yeah, but I think the story of Warner winning it, you know, coming away from the sandpaper saga, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. He spoke about that, but it's he... quite emotional about it as he well. He was, he was, but the word he used was he was shocked, and I think mm. it's fair to say that so was Australia. Yeah, mm. I'd say so. Anyway, second topic, Tim Zhu. That's how you pronounce it, of course. Tim Tzu. And <laughs> Jeff Horn. Boys, this fight is getting a little bit heated. It's or... getting a bit heated. Yeah, it's... I like um, it. Uh, of course, Jeff coming out with uh, with this, uh, I don't know, quote. Quote, yeah. There you go. Um, if his name last name wasn't Sue, this fight wouldn't be happening. Mm. Of course, uh, Tim's father was a very famous boxer a for Australia. Boxer, yeah. yeah, give uh, us some for, background on that. Yeah, Co- uh, Costa. 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 Uh, Co- what did you say? Costia. Costia. Sounds like a discount supermarket. Comes out of Costia. We've got three dollar chooks. I think that's Costco. Three dollar chooks. What's wrong with them? I know. (laughs) You'd be wondering. So he was a a light welterweight world champion. So he's quite a good boxer. Thanks, Wikipedia. Well, basically, yeah. (laughs) Oh, you just always call everyone out for that. Yeah, you do. Thanks, Mr. Google. The original. And he was part of the inducted into the International Boxing Hall of Fame in 2011. So a big name, and he works with the team closely now. Obviously, yeah. But Jeff Horn, his quote has merit. Mm, yeah. That is a reality. Um, Tim Zhu hasn't really fought out of Sydney. That's what mm. they're saying. He's 16-0, and 0, but you haven't fought anyone big. Mm. How mm. old is he? That's Do a great know? question. 
All right, keep stalling. Stole, 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 stole. No, but again, he hasn't really taken this step up. No. But no. his big... He's 25, by the way. There you go. Thanks for that, CJ. No problem. But what he's marketing, how he's marketing it is Jeff Horn, he got his chance against Manny Pacquiao. Mm-hmm. I want mine against Jeff Horn. I don't think it's quite the same thing. It's it's different. Where will it be? That's the big question. Maybe that's that step up. Yeah, where will it be? Exactly. That's the... Mm. They're being... Brisbane well, Entertainment Centre is my There's bet. talks in Brisbane and Sydney... Mm. I think it'll be in Brisbane. I think so, too. Just because Horn, Horn will obviously, want it up here. Exactly. Home fighter. In boxing, you tend to have a big advantage. Yeah. If you're the home fighter, home crowd tends to sway the judges a yeah. wee bit. But, Suncorp. Um, yeah. Maybe. I don't think people will be as... Probably wouldn't sell... Yeah, you wouldn't get as many people to Suncorp. For entertainment centre. Basically. I think the only reason Suncorp sold out for the Horn mm, fight is Pacquiao. because of Pacquiao. Yeah. Um, a bloke who was still very much in his, not in his prime, but a good mm, fighter. He's famous, yeah, for sure. Um, anyway. Okay. I can't wait for April. Yeah, well, I mean, the fight, of course, taking place in April. We probably expect a few more headlines for mm. now and then. I'd uh, say these so. two are pretty big characters. Like, that's how boxing goes, yeah. don't we? Yeah. The, uh, the off-field chat will be yeah. something to watch in itself. Will anyway, be. Matt Renshaw. This was a bit of a surprise to me, especially. Um, Axe from the Queensland side. Mm. He hasn't been in great form for the uh, Bulls. Uh, but his BBL form was all right. I mean, yeah. he's probably one of the shining lights sort of in that Brisbane Heat side that really struggled. I think that, he stood up. Yeah, but that can't mean anything, yeah. can it? Not no. in Sheffield Shield Not cricket. Sheffield. No. I think what people tend to forget is that cricket is a, well, it's got three different formats, does it? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't it? Very different sports in their own right. It's a very multi, yeah, multifaceted. So he might be a very good, he might be a very good white ball cricketer now. Mm. But red ball? Yeah. Maybe you kind of have to Taking let that go. Back. And he's renowned for being kind of a Red Bull cricketer. Well, how about, how about this from a fall from grace? He he was playing for Australia. He was an opener. Over in India yeah, a couple ago. years ago. Yep. Um, and he was playing quite well. And he's still very I mean, young. He's still very young. So yeah, but he'll get back there if JL doesn't hate him. Is much. he going to be tempted to go, hey, maybe T20 is my future? Or maybe mm-hmm. the short, form- short formats are my future? Do yeah. I chase the money? I think you should. Do I go to opinion. you know the Caribbean Cricket League, whatever they call it, the IPL? IPL. Well, you know what yeah. I, mean? Does I he, mean, does he do the circuit, CJ? I would think well, so. Well, there's I, more money in it. Yeah, exactly. I would suggest it. But and, would, you know, would, would he teams... needs to improve his batting quite a bit and his bowling. But I, don't, you, I don't know if teams would take him, though. But when you're that you young, no. when you're that young as well, do you give up on the baggy green? No, definitely exactly. not. Exactly. Um, so I think he's going to stay in shield cricket, but he's yeah. going to have to fight for his place, man. It's a big yeah. two years Depends what He probably knows, obviously knows more about it than we do. Depends what JL says. So. Well, he's actually... He may, JL might have said something to him. Justin Langham may have said something Maybe. To him. He's actually also withdrawn from playing for Turnbull this weekend. Oh, really? Although I don't think Turnbull will even play. No. But uh, that was due to personal reasons. So there might be some stuff off field as well. That's hope he's okay. Got something to do with this. Yeah, mm. of course, we hope him all the best. And uh, we hope he gets back up there playing for Queensland. And Australia. And Australia. Well, Brisbane Grammar, old boy. Yeah. Get it done, son. Now, boys, you're not too keen on this. I'm a little bit uh, in the middle we, here. We had a debate pre-show yeah, about N- this. NRL 9s, of course, that's starting uh, very soon. Uh, pretty much every club's released their squads now. Um, what are your boys' thoughts on this competition? Yeah. Is it a good idea? Well, firstly, it's, in, it's in Perth as yeah, well. Yeah, it is. Well, firstly, being in Perth, dumb decision. No one's going to go, meh. That's uh, the curveball. I think people of, will go. I'll give it a bit of light. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Perth Perthians don't give a toss about rugby, if I'm honest, other than if it's the box playing no, if it's Wallabies. Union. They like yeah. Union because yeah. of the big South African exactly. population there. But the thing that annoys me about the Nines is, as a Warriors fan, mm. this is the competition that the Warriors are supposed to win that maybe the minnows of the NRL mm. are yeah. supposed to win. Year after year, it just doesn't go that way. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think South Sydney, they'll walk away with this. Okay. Or the, or the Knights there without Caleb mm. Honger. I think... So you pretty much, not yeah. rule them out, but they are significantly I, I think one to watch is Cowboys with uh, Brisbane Grammar, not really old boy, but he used to play for Brisbane Grammar School, uh, Hamaso Tabuai Fidel. Yeah. He got called up. Absolute gun. I remember watching him. He was a year 11 when we were in year 12. Yeah. And then he left the following year yeah. um, to go play for um, one of the North Queensland teams. Well, I think, that's, that. I think that's why this competition's important. And that's the main importance is these younger guys Test get a chance. Backs. Well, they, mm. they get a chance to show what they've got and hopefully play for a spot in the round one side. But isn't the better way of doing that in trial matches instead mm. of a competition which yeah. isn't really rugby league? Although this this is sort of a, a more televised uh, phenomenon sort of. Phenomenon. I just don't think enough people care. Well, the thing that annoys me too is I flicked it on the other day because mm. I was really bored. You yeah, have to you understand, Gussie, I was really bored. So okay. on Fox Footy, they were showing the NRL 9s, the Auckland 9s from a few years back. Yeah. Mm. And they play like leaguies. 
Yeah, they do. And that annoys me. Yeah. You know, I think if they're smarter, play like they're doing sevens. Yeah, I was about to say. Go backwards to, to mm -hmm. go forward. Yeah. Use the wings. Because yeah. too often they just do the same thing where we'll track it up the middle for, yeah. is it four tackles? And then on the yeah. fifth, I think you have to hand it over. Oh, weird. Yeah. I think it's different in nines. Also, yeah, I, I don't... I think it's shorter. I don't think, shorter I think nines is too many people on the field almost. It's not... Because well, uh, you go for... In union, you go from 15s to sevens and then you go from 13 to well, nines. Fletch and Hindy a few years back, they... Uh, did a parody of that and released the Queenstown twos. <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. Fair anyway, play. we'll we'll be expecting to see some old faces in that. Yeah, in Corey that Parker as well. Kurt Gidley, Corey Parker, well, that Andrew Ryan. I don't like see, that. See, that annoys I think me it's a little weird. bit. It makes it a bit of a gimmick. Yeah, it does. Too but much even of a gimmick. even code swaps. Uh, Nick Davis playing for the the Roosters, former Sydney Swan mm. uh, player in the AFL. Uh, Again, look, if the if the Roosters are letting him play, then how much does does this competition Well, really I mean, mean, the Roosters have the World Club Challenge, so they don't really care about the Nines. Yeah, it's it, not their priority It's even all. the same with the Bulldogs. They're bringing back Andrew Ryan. He yeah. is ancient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he should be yeah. in a bloody retirement home at, at this stage. Mm. Um, the last the last of our Fast Five, the Lions, of course. Now, this was a big surprise. They defeat um, the, the Premiers, Adelaide, uh, Adelaide in the yeah. AFLW first round. Um, we, well, I already said it's a surprise. What did you boys think about this? I think it's great signs for the uh, Brisbane Lions. Obviously, um, they've had two losses, not last season. They weren't in the final, but this we're going into the uh, fourth or fifth season in the AFLW. Fourth, yeah. Fourth. Um, so those first two seasons, they were finalists, but um, mm. they were the bridesmaids. But CJ, their pre-season the form, mm. not great. No. Well, know, they, they didn't show that they were going to be anywhere near mm. this level when, again, defeating the defending champions, mm. technically, well, in a way, you're at the top of the pile now. You are. You know, or you are a you, team to beat. This is a real showing of intent mm. by the Lions women. So this is great stuff. Yeah, I think they've got a target on their back now. Yeah, that's the um, danger. But I think I think they can get it done. I really hope we will be obviously um, talking to Emma Zilk later in this episode. Spoiler. Uh, you probably already know that by the title. But uh, she is the AFLW captain of this side. And I think she can take them to the promised land. Well, because yeah, well, they've been there or thereabouts before. Yes. Like you said before, two grand final losses. Mm -hmm. They know how to at least get there. Yeah. Can they go one step further? Could we see this as another, as this first round? Could that be a grand final at the end of the season? Could be. We need a bit of a resurgence. We I do. Think the word we is do. from the Lions W, w but uh, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Good signs. Yeah. Well, we do, of course, Campbell mentioned, we are interviewing uh, Emma Zilk. Uh, look, she played for UQ. Very good player for UQ. She was the inaugural captain for the Brisbane Lions AFLW. Mm. Um, and... You can listen to what she had to say about her career and what she's doing right now. We are joined this week by Emma Zilke, uh, the captain of the Brisbane Lions AFLW side. How are you, Emma? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, that's good to hear. Now, you've uh, just come off a quite a big victory against the reigning AFLW champs, the Adelaide Crows. What's the atmosphere like in the side right now? Yeah, um, Saturday was really good. Um, First round is always important to start well, um, which we did. So um, the atmosphere definitely um, in the change rooms after that game was um, very energetic, very excited. Um, as you know, we probably ha we had about, I think it was nine new girls debut for our club. Um, so again, on top of that um, and getting the win, it was an exciting day all around for the club. But uh, Emma, would you say that beating the defending champs puts a target on your team's back going forward for the rest of the season? Um, oh, probably not. We're we're the small little team from Brisbane, so um, we don't really get uh, ever talked about as um, going in as the favourites, um, as you might might see throughout the season. Um, so yeah, we probably don't have that on our back at all. We'll mm -hmm. be the underdogs, that's for sure. Yeah, well, small teams can do a lot of things, and I'm sure you guys will. But from your guys' perspective, going into the season, you know, before last week and now, what are, I guess, your goals for the season going ahead? I mean, you have to set the bar high um, in terms of your goals. And um, our goal has always been to um, play in the Premiership. Um, that's what we want to do in 2020. That's what we want to do every time we pull on the jersey. So... Um, that's our goal this year is to make first and foremost make the finals and then go from there. Well, you mentioned some of the new girls in the side this year. Who has impressed you uh, so far? Um, yeah, all of them have actually. They've um, Craig has drafted such hardworking, um, amazing character people. Uh, they just 
have not complained once about um, the amount of work that we've had to put in. Um, I'd probably say all are from um, Ireland, all are O'Dwyer. She's been very impressive. She's got um, a huge tank. She's fast. She's so fit. Um, she's smashed everyone in the time trials. Um, and the rate of her development has been so quick. Um, it's amazing. So she's really impressed me um, as completely new to the game. Um, probably Natalie Grider. She's a second-year player now. Mm-hmm. Um, She's just so um, so competitive at training. She's just I don't think she ever loses a one on one. Probably standing tall next to Kate Lutkin, she's learnt a hell of a lot from her, um, and you can see it coming into her game now. So she's um, she's been impressive as well. Yeah, she certainly has been. And you know, you, her, a few other of the girls are about to make your twenty fifth appearance um, for the side. M Bates as well. How does that much does that mean to you? I guess getting these, racking up these appearances. How much does that mean for this, you guys in the sport, your career, um, and you know, I guess to the side as a whole. Yeah, I think um, I only found out this jet probably Tuesday that um, it was our twenty fifth game. For I don't know exactly how many um, it is, but there's obviously the girls. There's eight foundation members still left um, in our team. And I think maybe six of them have clocked up to 25. So it's actually quite special because obviously um, in the men's season, it doesn't take uh, four seasons to get to 25 games. So in, in the gist of things, um, it's, it's been a long time coming. But um, it's really special. I suppose um, it's a milestone game for us, if you can call it that. Um, but the girls that have reached that, um, they're the foundation members and um, sort of the backbone of our team. So it's, it's pretty special to be able to do it alongside those girls. Yeah, it certainly would be. And, you know, you're in quite a unique position as captain because, you know, you were captain, obviously um, you were then uh, not the captain and then reinstated again. How was that kind of a challenge for you? And did that take you by surprise by any chance? Um, no, it wasn't a surprise at all. It was because the first two years I was captain, it was... Um, we, we went to vote every single year, as we do, um, and every single year it was so close between Leah and myself um, and a couple of others. So it was always going to be either Leah or myself, maybe a couple of others um, in, in contention for it. And for the first two years, my name um, happened to be at the front of the list, and then in the third year it was Leah's. So it was actually quite nice to, to take a step back um, and not have that be next to my name last year. It gave me a little bit of time for myself to sort of focus a little bit more on on my game and the little things that I need to improve on, as well as um, parts of my leadership that um, needed needed to work on as well. So um, it was it was actually quite I was comfortable with it. Um, but again, coming into 2020, I had no expectations to be the captain. Um, I obviously put my name down to nominate in, in a leadership capacity but um, yeah and it just turned out that the girls um, voted me back in and um, it's always a proud moment when, when you get the vote of your peers. And uh, being part of the AFLW in its inaugural season not just as the captain did you feel much pressure or a sense of responsibility to you know inspire and set the tone for what the AFLW and the Lions were going to be about going forward? Uh, yeah, I suppose it does. Like, it's more. I'm. I'm more interested in um, trying to in, inspire and set the standard for my own teammates, um, and and what we're doing because I feel like we're so important in the scope of the uh, in the scope of the game. Like we, us girls now in at Brisbane and now at the Gold Coast, um, we've got young, really young girls now looking up and inspiring to be on a list um, in Queensland and. Probably before my time, girls were coming into AFL in Queensland at 16, 17 years old, and they're not they're not growing up with a Sharon in their hands like the Victorians and, and the WA girls. And so for us, um, I think having this in place for the last four years and it's, it's going to be here to stay is so important for the landscape of Queensland footy because um, now. Um, you see millions of photos every week come out with these little girls with a Sharon in their hand from Queensland with our jerseys on. Um, And that that is going to do 
So um, that's going to hold the future of Queensland footy in, in such good stead, and that's what I'm probably the proudest of. Well, how do you think Queensland footy might compare to the other states like New South Wales and Victoria? Oh, look, um, as I mentioned, like we we sort of started a little bit later and now we, we're going to be starting earlier. So the skills and the, just the footy IQ is going to be 10 times better um, in the future. Everyone's learning um, at a younger age. I think... We've still got um, our local league needs to develop as well. Um, it needs to, it's, it's gone leaps and bounds from when I first started. Um, the professionalism at um, local level now has gone um, to another level, but it, again, it can, and, and it can still improve. Um, the, the same, it's just got to get the whole community to buy in that um, these waffle clubs can be feeder clubs to the AFLW. And I think, um, eventually we might go down the track of having, hopefully, um, getting involved in a national league at, at all, all year round because I feel like at the moment um, the Victorian teams can train and play with each other all year round because they've got those VFL teams that are affiliated with their AFLW club. So um, I feel like that is a little bit of an advantage. As you can imagine, they're, they're with their teammates 24-7. They learn more about them. Um, whereas we sort of are together for from November to April and then it's like, okay, go back to your local club. We might have a couple of winter series games for you and then um, then we'll come back for AFLW. So I think we need to get to that stage and I, and I know that they're in talk to, um, at the moment on how they can get up to that level. Yeah, well, you, you of course, play in the Quaffle League with Cooperoo. Uh, how do you think uh, this competition is as a whole? Do you think it's uh, a good enough standard? Do you think the competition allows for the development of future Queensland stars? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a good question because I've come from, I've, I've been in this league for 13 years now and compared to when I first started, it has gone, uh, it's in um, improved in leaps and bounds, as I mentioned, and um, but there is still a lot to go, um, and we want to keep continuing that standard. The standard of footy itself um, is, is is really good. It's, it's still again we need those um, resources to make it even better. So um, more coaches, more incentive to want to coach. Um, you know, I don't think many of our coaches at this, at this point in time even get paid. It's all volunteer work. Um, and I know money's not always an incentive, but to get those really high quality coaches, sometimes it is. And um, that's another thing we need. I think we need um, more more resources in the umpiring department because sometimes um, it feels like we might get the lower grade um, umpires, and that that frustrates you in in, a, in the game sense. Um, it might not look as great from um, a spectators' point of view when, when umpires are missing calls left, right and centre, but I, I'm not I'm not having anything against them or anything like that. But um, we just need a lot of uh, a lot more resources to go into it and it and they, AFL Queensland are constantly trying to do that for us. So um, yeah, it, it, it is at a good level at the moment but I reckon it could get better. Yeah, and you mentioned funding there and stuff like that. There's been recent talk about some of the AFL players, the AFL men's players, uh, potentially subsidising some of their salary for the AFLW. Um, how much does it impact you and other ladies on the team when you have to work, say, nine to three and then go to training? How does that affect you as a professional um, in your game? Oh, look, I think um, if, if we didn't have to go to work like everyone's different. Everyone's got different um, professions and mm. times of starting. And um, but I, personally speaking, I feel like if we didn't have, um, we didn't have to wake up at a certain time and go to work and sit down and be there for eight hours. Um, we could get in so much more, um, so much more recovery. We could get so much more sleep. We could get. Um, we could actually spend time on our nutrition by cooking up. Like I know you've got to do time management and that's what we're currently doing, but you could spend more time on the computers with your coaches one-on-one, learning more about the game. Um, 
you can't sit there and say that it doesn't affect us at the moment. We, that's just life. We have to make money um, and pay the bills because it does affect you and, and we're living it firsthand at the moment. But at the same time, you do have to manage your time and we've done it for the last three years. We've just got to pave the way now for hopefully in the future that these younger girls coming through don't have to do it. So Emma, for the sport to continue to develop, you're asking for more funding from the AFL. Is that right? Um, yeah, you have to. Um, I mean, they'll ask for more time from us. And at the same time, you've, you've got to come to a realisation. I think I'm, I'm probably speaking on behalf of some of the older girls. Um, I'm 31 now. And, and if I am asked to do an extra 20 hours a week or 10 hours a week with um, AFLW, there comes a point where you do have to choose, oh, will, will my employer, uh, you know, be be supportive enough to let me um, take those extra 10 hours? Will I have to quit my job to, to, to choose AFLW or do I just give away AFLW and focus on my full-time career? So it comes, it comes down to that um, and you just have to buy into what, what is suiting you at that time of your life, I suppose. Mm, you certainly do. And I mean, Gillan McLaughlin, pull your finger out, mate. Um, there's work to be done. Um, how much pride does it bring you um, to be a part of this movement and, you know, setting the way for future um, players in the sport? How much pride does that bring you? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's huge. I think initially this league was meant to start this year in 2020. Um, and at, at that time, um, five years ago when they were talking about this league, I was like, oh, well, I'm probably not even going to get the chance to play at that level. So I'm, I'm super grateful to that I've been a part of it for now for four years. Um, so, and that fast tracking it from 2017 to where it is now. Um, I mean, Gil, Gil made that call, call and I'm grateful that he has. Um, it's going to take a lot more time and effort and to build those pathways and what we're doing now. Um, but it's going to hold the game in good stead. And for these younger girls coming through, I'd love to be a probably 13, 14-year-old footy player right now because um, they're going to be coming into the game um, in a, when it's in its prime. Well, of course, you do a little bit of coaching work for the Queensland under-18s. Um, is this maybe a, a future career goal for you to maybe coach uh, an AFLW side? Um, yeah, I have done some coaching. I uh, haven't been able to do it for a while now just because it's, I'm too busy, but yeah, it's definitely a passion of mine. Um, coaching, especially Queenslanders, I just really am passionate about Queensland footy, and I want to see it get better, and I want it to be one of the premier competitions in the um, in nationally. Um, so yeah, I'm really, I would love to be a coach one day, um, but yeah, that's going to take a lot of time and effort for me to get all. Um, get up to speed with um, the new coaching courses. I know I've got my level two, but that was a long time ago and there's a million different things that are going on now that I need to get up to speed with. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to approach the Brisbane Lions um, probably at the end of my career, which who knows when that is, um, and ask them, you know, can I sit in on some meetings with Fags and the coaching staff and just be a sponge in the back of the room and just learn from them um, first and foremost, and I'm sure they'll be very supportive of that. And you were, you spoke about the league growing. We've seen the league expand during the last off-season. You know, what is the potential of this league going forward? Is, is it the sky the limit? Yeah, I think it is. Like, we've already seen, like, AFLW is, um, there's no rules to it. It's just anything can happen. Um, and we've seen that week in, week out, that there's just new things that come about that, you don't see in the men's league. So I think, yeah, the, the sky is the limit. Um, there's One day there will be 18 clubs with, with an AFLW licence, and I'm sure that's not that far away, but we do need it. let us settle for now. Um, we need to let girls develop at, a high, at this higher level. Um, we need all of the resources we can get to get um, the time and um, effort into these girls to become elite athletes um, and and. From there, the more time we are at our footy clubs, the better this competition is going to be. Yes, yeah, certainly. And I mean, even in the in the inception of this concept of the league, you know, the AFL uh, women's exhibition matches and stuff like that, you played a bit of, I guess, musical chairs between a few clubs with Melbourne and the Dogs. And me as a Dogs fan, what was it like being at the club there? And, you know, what was that kind of early stages of 
uh, women's pro- women's professional professional football. Sorry, um, what was that kind of like that stage that period? Well, yeah, it's funny because back then it that was the one game that you were striving for. Um, we were talking about it with a couple of the girls the other the other week actually about how we were just so 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 excited just to try and play um, one. It was one selection game out of the whole year to try and get drafted to one of these clubs and that was the that was the pinnacle at the time so that was all that we were focused our energy on um and yeah it was it was great to be a part of something different and you're not with your national academy you're playing with the victorians you're playing with the perth girls and it was it was great at the time and i got coached by michelle cowan which was um amazing just just to hear from another coach just to learn new things and you do get. I, I I remember I got a lot out of it um, in just from one weekend um, from Michelle, and then also Craig when he was coaching at the Bulldogs. So yeah, it was um it was really exciting time um, actually, and and playing in those stadiums is pretty cool too. And do you think the AFLW would have come about if it weren't for those exhibition matches? I don't think so. No, I think that was the foundation of it. Um, when I, I think they would have seen there was one game I think between yeah the Bulldogs and and Melbourne at Witten Oval and it was packed and I think Mo Hope kicked a couple of like six goals or something and the crowd was going crazy and at that stage no one knew anyone um, so I think that was a um, light bulb moment for the AFL to go hey look this is actually exciting and there's people here just to watch these girls and um, that was probably a light bulb moment, I think. Mm. Well, thank you very much, uh, Emma, for having a chat with us today and good luck in your clash against uh, the Geelong Cats on Sunday. Thank you so much for having me, guys. That was an outstanding interview with uh, Emma Zilke. Uh, what did you boys think about it? She was good, eh? Yeah, she was awesome. That was good fun. Should we, um... I mean, she works for Churchy, so we won't hold that <laughs> oh, against her, but... that We did have to disclose that before the interview. Mm. Just get that out of the way. Get yeah. the awkwardness. Out of the way. I, want, I wonder what churchy boys think about BBC and BGS. Uh, it's probably from, not a lot of love. Mate, from playing not. them well, through the years, I think I have a fairly good idea. Mm, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Can't imagine it. Anyway, no, for words. good luck to her and the girls this weekend, though. Eh? Um, 100%. They're flying high. They are. Massive result last week, but uh, let's continue that rich reign of form, eh? Against Geelong. Yeah, Geelong. Cats. The cats. Mm. <laughs> That's beautiful. Anyway, thank you. Uh, we're going to be discussing uh, some more of those, you know, those headlines in the world of sport this week, and we'll start off with the. Uh, There's a little bit of a saga, a little uh, stump, stump Mike not saga. A saga. Yeah, it's not a saga, mate. just a controversy. It's a one-off controversy saga, whatever. Controversy, saga but there was a. Um, it means that there's multiple of it. Exactly. Well, it might happen again. You never know. It's like mm. the Twilight Saga. Okay. You know, okay. Star Wars Saga. Saga. All right. Anyway, fine. Uh, controversy. Are you a Twilight Stump. fan, by the way, Finn? I'm not. No. Closet. <laughs> Twilight fan? No, I'm not. No. We blink once if you you are. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! He blinked. <laughs> I've, <laughs> anyway, again, this non-saga, this yes, one yeah. solo incident was the uh, run-out fail. Yeah. Australia versus India. Is a T20? The Women's World Cup. Yeah. Oh, no, it was a warm-up because that starts on the 15th. It was a T20 tri-series. Tri-series game. Game, yeah, I think so. I think it was. Game between Australia and India, the women. Run-out chance for India, and it hit the stump mic and deflected away from the stumps. Yeah, it was going on middle. Yeah, Meg Lanning was out by about five minutes. A mile. Terrible running. Should not have gone. It was one of those, yes, no, oh, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. She, yeah, she got absolutely barbecued there. Like, yeah. just left out to dry. Man, it's it's pretty frustrating, though, eh? Even from a fan's point of view, because at the end of the day, you want the right things to happen during mm. a game of sport, and this obviously was not that. You can get the DRS, get oh, the eagle eye in. Yeah, exactly. So pitching <laughs> in line. Yep. <laughs> Umpire's call. Umpire's call, no yeah. doubt. No, but it's You can like, stick with your call, you're on screen now. Exactly, but... I don't know. Like, should they give it out? Like, should no. there be the, some... The bales need to fall off. You, you see yeah. a lot of the time... They get cricket, schnicked. Yeah. The, no, the, not the, even the that, ball. mate. What we've seen recently, during mm. the Big Bash even, is... Uh, it smashes the stumps. They light up, but they, they don't, don't go off. They don't go. And but that's the rule. You can't change it. the controversy throughout the BBL that the bales were actually, like, weighted, I think, twice as much. 
That's what yeah. like a test cricket. Got to fit was. those AAA batteries in them, you know, for the zingers. Yeah. Exactly. I'm See, not sure. Hey. CJ, that doesn't make them lighter, or no. it doesn't. No, but I thought they the compensated it with the rest of the bale not being as heavy. But I don't know. Unfortunately, not. Mm. CJ. So were they actually, were they, the bales actually heavier? Because I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. I really hope they were, because otherwise I'm speaking out of my ass right I'm, now. But I'm yeah. pretty sure they were. Yeah, wow. Because that's, that's pretty... But that's even pretty, I don't think they are. That's, but yeah. that's a whole other issue. Yes. This issue here is the, the ball doesn't line. even get to the stumps when, you know, to the laws of physics, it should. You know, it was bang on. It was, yeah. going, for, it was going for middle peg. I'm surprised yeah. it still hit. It hit the stump mic and still didn't follow through. Like, it completely yeah. deviated. Yeah. It got yeah. right underneath And then the she had mic. the audacity, the cheek, to go for another. Yeah. <laughs> another did. run. She's I like, was... hang about. I can get another that, that, that's here. That's Meg Lanning. That's Meg Lanning. That's why she's there. the skipper. Oh, yeah. yeah to be fair, you got to play, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Play, exactly. play to the whistle, as exactly. we were taught throughout. But surely at that point, you've, you've run the first one. You've almost been run out by half a pitch. I don't think you'd go for a second, would you? Oh, you, you got Surely it. you're consolidating. You're going, oh, my God. I just got I was almost run out in the final. I probably shouldn't take a single on this overthrow. Uh, so, <laughs> nah. That's not sport, man. That's not sport. You play to the whistle. Yep. So she's not out. The ball isn't dead. Go for it. No, yeah. I, I, I understand that. I just, if if it was me in that situation, I scared. probably would be scared to go a second because yeah. I would have almost been run out. To mm. be fair, Gussie, I don't think you're going to play for the Australian no, women's, women's team anytime soon. <laughs> no. Hey, What's goals. the weirdest thing you guys have seen watching sport? Because to be fair, in my opinion, mm. that's pretty well up there. Hmm. And oh. it, we haven't spoken about this before. This no. is you. You put off, us on the spot, off here. the cuff, on the spot. But um, weirdest thing I've seen in sport. You see some strange reactions to when streakers run onto the field. Don't I mean, oh, Simon like, Simon's uh, shoulder charging. Oh, that, you know that was turned iconic. down for an ad recently. Yeah, they put it in the ad, and yeah, but it's, it's weird because it's in the Night Watchman um, intro. Yeah, it's, it's, it's iconic. Like I, I just love sportsmen re- re- uh, reacting to. Uh, Streakers, they're just like just line them up, well, and a lot of them act like normal people would. Yeah, just like Simon's just dropped him, put the uh, drop the shoulder, that's, and that's him though. Oh yeah, I think I went to the Needs ti- more Cairo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the uh, West Tigers versus Rabbitohs last year at Bankwest Stadium. Yeah, and it was quite a boring game, mm. really, mm. really dry game, not much going on, <clears throat> and uh, didn't get exciting until two streakers or one streaker, I think it was, oh, yeah. ran on the pitch. Wearing a South jersey, wrapping the boys. <laughs> of Nothing course. but a South jersey. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind, at Banquist Stadium. Letting it all hang loose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Put it all ju- out on show. Just the jersey. <laughs> no, um, he was fully clothed. He's a he's a gentleman. Um, <laughs> he's he's a kind streaker. He's exactly. not going to show everyone. <laughs> no, but um, now at Banquist Stadium, they basically have like eight security. Oh, it's quite s- tall, isn't it? Like the it's steep. Yeah, yeah. really steep. Um, like I was about thirty rows back, but I was mm. like ten meters from the field. Still got a great glimpse of it though. <laughs> Too much. Yeah, <laughs> too, no. much. Um, too much info. No, um, he ran 70, gents. Wow. Yeah, he went He How went the distance. That? And again, keep in mind, nothing much happened in this game. Other than George Burgess, if you yeah. remember Gusman, he got uh, picked for eye gouging. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it was Robbie Farrer. But okay. basically, um, at Banquest, there's a security guard on each like corner mm. and like one in between everyone. It's definitely not sense. enough. Not enough. No. So this guy saw the gap. Yeah. Ran it. Took his opportunity. Took his opportunity, Gusman, and he went 70. Now, you reckon you can make it? Oh, oh yeah, God, I yeah. reckon, yeah. yeah. Easily. When, I've always they, thought I could. To be well, fair, when the, the security guards are 30 meters apart from each other, like, and well, to, to be fair, most of the time, the big lads do. Exactly. They're yeah. big bumpers. a few extra kgs. I'd have to stretch first because I yeah. haven't sprinted in a while. Yeah, true. Um, or something. But at this game, just before I finish on this streaker mm. story, uh, he like split two security guards to the point where they ran <laughs> into each other. Chucked the goosey in. <laughs> no, put the right foot the into goosey. the earth. <laughs> no, he just kept running and they couldn't Sold catch him. Candy. Oh, wow. And then another security guard came at him, yeah. tried stepping him, but he <laughs> slipped. Oh no. So he took out the Couldn't security. get any purchase on the banquet. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. The field but he took the out, turf isn't good. He took yeah. out the um, security guard's legs. Oh, he good on him. Took him out. With his torso. I love that. <laughs> so I'm guessing that was the highlight of that game for you. Oh, yeah, mate. Oh, definitely. Still, still the stadium. That was my first time there. Wow. Very speaking, nice. I mean, speaking of security guards having a little bit of an impact on the actual game, uh, do you boys remember back in uh, in the BBL a couple years ago when that security when took guard catch. took a catch? Yeah. yeah that uh, was awesome. And he did became... you see the Kiwi one who got hit in the international? Oh, did he? he did like, he? Yeah, he got like, or like just missed him or something because they're not allowed to look at the game, yeah. really. And he was, he was looking... And then it landed, I can't remember if it hit his head or if it landed like just to the side of him or well, something like that. It was in an international, it was like New Zealand versus I mean, England or something like this, that. This Adelaide security guard, yeah. he was watching every second of this because he took an absolute no, pearl. He just, he turned around and just... 
No, it wasn't even the bread basket. Yeah, it, it was exactly that. So it he was, was still in the bread basket. He was sitting down. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't one of those one-handed, you know, dandatory <laughs> screamers. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like he was sitting down in his chair, which mm. I might add, for security guards, they are far too small. Yeah, yeah. they just they they're, whip off the bottom. They're like half. they're like a poor man's camp camp stretcher, aren't they? Pretty much. Like, yeah. they, they are quite quite bad. Mm. But yeah, he just slightly turned the body. In fact, I don't even think he did that. Mm. I genuinely think it just came to his lap. You see when um the reporter, what was her name? Um her husband's been cutting or her partner's been yeah, cutting. Yeah, I don't know her name, uh, but that, that was funny. That was funny. Hey, yeah. that was the post match interview too. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, so that, that the was the pretty other day, funny. because uh, they were interviewed by the professor. Yes, they cutting were. Cutting and Chris Lynn. Yeah. That was a very good watch. What's her name? Yeah, well, I can't remember what her name. But yeah, know. she nearly got hit by so, was it cutting that hit the ball too? Uh, yeah, 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 I think so. <laughs> he nearly hit I, it I think she said something like, uh, he's not getting to feed tonight. In the doghouse. <laughs> yeah, he's in the doghouse tonight. Yeah. Yeah. As aspiring journalists, we're not doing Juno's justice here, are we? No. We don't know her name. No. no. They need to be front and center. They I do. Think. Make yeah. Juno's great again. Change the landscape of sport and make yeah, Juno's yeah. front and center. Yeah. Make Juno's well, great again. I mean, speaking of cricket, uh, we just had uh, a little bit of an uh, awards night uh, mm. where David Warner... Um, took out the uh, yeah we spoke about that prize, earlier. Didn't he? Um, he won the Allen Border Medal. We spoke about that earlier. How we potentially don't think he deserved it. Did yeah. we speak about this earlier? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we did. We mentioned it. Um, yeah. But the funny story out of this whole thing was uh, yeah. well, the, the newspaper the next day. Right, Elise Perry and David page. Warner, of course, front page here, and David Warner's. Uh, standing a little bit taller than Elise Perry, when in actuality the photo <laughs> is completely different. It's David Warner looks like a son. Yeah, yeah so, he does uh, look like a kid. For the record, Elise Perry, she won the Belinda Clark Award. Yes. So that's basically Best the female. equivalent award. Yeah. yeah. Best female cricketer across all formats. But yeah, she is a tall lass. Which I, I'll say a, again, justly. <clears throat> she justly deserved that. She did. She's a very good cricketer. Yeah. yeah. And I think her story coming from. Mm. I think it was 16. Didn't she yeah. debut? Was it for Sydney FC? She's just, yeah. yeah. Well, she played. And all um, Matildas. Um, she played Matildas, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, so for her to. Played at the last World Cup, I think. Not, not the most recent one. No, no, no the, the 2014. Brazil, one. Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. So for her to dominate in two different sports, yeah. or at least succeed, mm. you know, is pretty incredible. Yeah. Oh. But again, yeah. this photo. It's pretty so funny in the Australian one. It is it? funny, yeah. 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 I think it was the Australian, but it had, well, it depicted David Warner. They like being, flipped it. Yeah, so standing in real life, mm. Warner's about head shorter, maybe yeah. half head on shorter. on her left, exactly shorter. But they flipped it, and I think media or people are buying into this a bit too much. Like I don't mm. know why they've done it. Mm. But oh, pe- I don't know why they did it either. I don't think Look, I don't think it was a gender thing. No, I think it was. I, I think, think it was quite a just a bloke not thinking or a I don't know woman not thinking. Maybe they maybe, maybe they're trying to make David Warner feel a little bit better. Of course, Dude, he's, yeah. got, his he's got his OLED TV. Dude, if I Dude, wasn't sure, a cricketer, oh, yeah. he'd be working at Woolies. If I wasn't a cricketer, I'd probably still be working at Woolworths. Well, Good sh- on you, David. Sure, sure, people need all the help they can get. He can barely talk either. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, actually, he's got to have his height. That's my uh, well, statement for you, CJ. Mm. What's wrong with short people? Huh? We're like the same height, mate. <laughs> I'm a little actually, bit taller. That is true, actually. Uh, are yeah. you though? I'm heads and shoulders above you. You know what it's like. Take it. Take a little bit. You're not shoulders. I, I'm heads and shoulders above you two, and I'm not even that tall. Look, I'm accepting mm. of that, but I'm not accepting of the fact that I'm the shortest of the three. CJ, I think you are. I'm at pal. least six foot. <laughs> Minus three. <laughs> <laughs> That's generous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you um, let you let your hair out, and you're about. That makes me. It gives me an f- extra yeah. inch, pal. See, I let my. Hair- <laughs> I let my hair out, but it's going too far back that it just looks yeah, really it's like... It's going off the back of your head. too much. <laughs> Again, if we start recording these things, I, I'm going to be the hat guy. You're that hat guy. Yeah. Every, I already am, and my hair's I know, not... So we're, we're both wearing hats, and you're gonna not... We're going to have to change that. Yeah. Bit of a change, change of the, the dynamic. dynamic. Yeah. Changing of the guard. Yeah, but I think... I don't know whether it was a gender thing. I kind of think... I don't think it was... I think it was just a mistake. A he went, thing. That, that, that person first, and that person second, just yeah. tried to fit him into the... Yeah. To the thing. Uh, I don't know. I think it was quite un... I don't know. I didn't it would, like have, it would have been an accident. They wouldn't have deliberately done that. No. See, what they should have done is just simply upload the photo of Elise Perry yes. standing next to Warner. Yeah, oh, they, had, they put it in the. It was in the top corner. Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh. Like they cut out the outside and then they yeah. flipped it, which is kind of weird to do anyway. Why didn't they just cut out the outside and exactly. go bang? Exactly. That's it. They made life harder for themselves. Yeah, by flipping they it took around. an extra step. But again, I at least hope or think that it was a hope so. spur of the moment, mm. poor decision. Mm. I, I yeah. don't think it was someone going, he's a man. He should be taller. Yeah, yeah. Because I disagree I really with hope, that. I yeah. really hope they Especially didn't do that. Especially as a five foot eight 
Again, that's generous. <laughs> Five foot eight male. Men, generous. Men yeah. don't always have to be taller. Hey, no. That's okay. Yeah. CJ, that's yes. okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm Very still, secure. I'm still smiling. Yeah, I'm not insecure about <laughs> I'm smiling. I'm smiling. I'm fine. I'm fine. Anyway. I'm fine. As well in cricket, we did have the uh, bushfire charity match. It did go ahead. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. Um, interesting. Interesting game. Yeah, plenty of plenty of good fielding from the fireys. I reckon... Uh, the Brisbane Heat might be signing a few contracts out to some of these uh, firefighters. But mm. they were doing some good stuff at uh, short final leg and uh, mm. but deep someone, third man. And someone like they that. won't right. be signing. I think we can say that mm. with full confidence is Camp Smith. No. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the former Couldn't hit a barn door Kangaroos, Maroons, and current Storm skipper. Mm. And he, well out of his depth. Got to oh, stick yeah. to rugby league. He, he got out first ball, but obviously they were implementing the first ball freebie. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. No, yeah. it, was, it was quite funny, though, because I saw a clip of he was trying to chase down a ball. He was standing on the boundary, <laughs> and he's yeah. trying to chase one down and, you know, dive and stop it so it doesn't mm-hmm. obviously go for four. And he looked awkward. Yeah. Like, maybe it's because, I think, you're conditioned to watching him run with a... Well, I mean, he's not, a big, he's not a big runner anyway. No. no, but it's like his running style. It was very, like... You know, like leggy? Like, that was like... His arms were very, like, cocked. <laughs> he's and like, there's not like, a ball yeah. here. What do I do? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it looked awkward, but looked I think it's because... Element. Yeah, he was out mm. of his element, but again, it was a, a gimmick in a sense. Yeah. It was good to see Sachin Tendulkar and Brian Lara. In oh, yeah, yeah, Brian Lara played go- well. Green and gold, I might add. Yeah. Uh, I wish we would have, well, not us, but I wish Australian cricketers would have seen that. Back in the uh, 80s. Yeah, would have seen oh. that way back when, so. Yeah, exactly. Well, what was, I kind of liked it. It was a few weeks ago now, but the um, Andy Lee was playing in the game, but the, the Adelaide one? No, it wasn't the Adelaide. What was it? No, it was the... Uh, New no, Zealand, that was in the New Zealand one. The New Zealand smash or whatever they call yeah. it, but basically that's a cricket match, which... I would love to see something similar yeah. down under. Uh, ex uh, cricketers from New Zealand mm. versus ex rugby players. Yeah. So I don't know I th- why no, he was playing in it. I think it's called the Black Cla- Black Clash, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, bad he, name. Yeah. Why do you guys just choose the most inappropriate <laughs> no, name? I think it's it's because of the All Blacks. <laughs> you, you would really like towing the line sometimes, yeah, where you're like the Black Clash. Ah, yeah. I'd steer clear it's of it. Something like that. But I think yeah, just inviting him because it's a it's a gimmick thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's mm. not. Selective, but you wouldn't know. you go like Jono and Ben? You know, what I mean? oh, that'd be funny. Yeah, yeah, like why would you go Andy Lee? Because he's actually a decent cricketer, as we saw. Yeah, now, he took a sure, good catch. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it. Well, sounds like mm. you have. If you haven't, Gusman, and I guess people listening at home, if you haven't, give it a give it a watch because yeah. he ma- catches an absolute screamer. Yeah, mate. Yeah, oh, yeah. On the yeah I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, it was like a one handed. Mm. I think five meters from the uh, rope type thing. Yeah, it yeah, was, it was good. Oh, no, insane. I want to talk about it quickly. Um, I have, there's been a lot of chat. Obviously, we had Emma Zilke on today from the AFLW. On the back of this kind of season, there's been lots of chat about whether the AFL should be changing its name to the AFL-M. What do you guys think about this? Well, I think if they were to do it, it would be such a significant step mm-hmm. in sport globally. Yes. And the AFL would always be known for that. Now, I don't think they should do it for that reason. No. But that's a fact. Well, I, no. I'm a little bit confused. Don't people already know what the AFL and the AFLW, can't it, it, they already distinguish those two? Do you need it is, to but add Yeah, but AFL why, is it, why should it? But is it discriminatory to be like, this is the AFL and then says, this is the AFL for women. should be the do, AFL do for people, men and the AFL for women. But do people think like that? Well, it's a sim- No, but it's more of a respect thing, it's right? A, it's a similar thing. Okay, I just... I. Feel like it's a real minor detail. Yeah, but that also people, you're like, not a woman, and you don't know how it feels to be like that. If we go right? back to cricket yeah. for a second, if I go, "Who are the Australian cricket team?" You're instantly going to go men. Yeah, you know that's not necess- Well, that's not a right thing. No. It's not right that we've been conditioned to, I guess, grow up that way. Mm. The AFL, I think they've since said CJ. Yeah, they're if saying, I'm wrong, they've said they're not doing they're it. They're not going to do it at least at this point at this in stage. time. Um, all, all I'm saying is that. There are far more important things to focus on than changing the name of the league. No, but There's it gives far it a more bit. important well, yeah. things that the AFL can be doing for women's football. Oh, well, 100%. Just, That's well, not the argument. But Emma touched on, right? Still, yeah, she, exactly. They, they need funding. They do. And they, I mean, as we said in the interview as well, uh, some of the AFL, um, I guess, M players are um, considering uh, subsidizing some of their salary, yep. um, depending on what the next broadcast deal is, um, subsidizing some of their salary for the AFLW. Uh, which would be really cool to see, I think. Um, I also think it would be good PR from the AFL. Yeah, it'd be great PR, mm. but that's not a reason. It's not a reason do to this. do it, 100%. Um, but exactly also, so. it's hard to change your brand and the imaging that you've been doing for. Do I mean, it, it's not forever because they were the VFL. So. Mate, do it for the right reasons. Exactly, you know, 100%. Anyone from the AFL is by chance listening to this, do it for the right reasons. Exactly, exactly. Don't do it for money, don't do it for fame. No. 
Do it mm. for the right reasons. Exactly, exactly. Um, we'll talk about Reds quickly. Uh, what have you made of their first two outings of the season? Mate, it's disappointing, eh? It's pretty grim. because I, I think, think it's disappointing, but I also think it's... They've been close games against have. two good teams. Two good teams. I think the Brumbies, who were their round one opponents, they mm. look like the team to beat from Australian... Yes. From the Australian Conference, which and I might the, add mm. is not saying much. It's not that no. hard to beat, No, because I watched their game last week. Uh, they played the Melbourne Rebels. Yeah. They started well. They looked okay, but the Rebels looked terrible mm. to the point where it's like, well... Western Forest, where are they? You know, well, I mean, like the, Rebe- the, the Rebels lost to the Sunwolves. So if that's mm. our I think sort Sunwolves of... all right. I don't mind. Oh. Yeah. No, they played in uh, Fukuoka. It's a good stadium, that. Oh, really? You know, from experience, pal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no. First-hand experience. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but losing to the Lions, li- the Lions in Joe Bird. A good squad, though. I might add Ellis Park. Ellis Park. There we go. That's what mm. I'm trying to emulate. That's You're a tough place uh, to win, though. Mate, that is, I think, one of, if not the hardest place yeah. in mm. world rugby to win. To only lose by three three points, was it? No, seven, it was a bit more. Three points, points was against three the Three points Brumbies. was the first one, yeah. yeah. 27 right. 20, I think. But mm. uh, I might add, on top of that, very intimidating place. Mm. But it was quite sad to see that there was next to no one there. Yeah, strange. Um, now, I don't know if that's more of a reflection on South African rugby or more mm. likely. Australian. Australian rugby, and I guess that's a good time to I guess, plug ET. Yes. Uh, Campbell and I sat down earlier in the week and talked about Australian rugby, and I guess the state that that's in. South Africa as well. South African rugby as well. South African rugby is involved in that, but I guess if we go back to mm. this episode, yes, South African rugby is thri- thriving. It is. You know, it's never been better. No, in a way. Stormers look like probably the best team in the comp at the but moment. Also I, the st- I would say. I'd also the Stormers. Definitely. I would say that. Their first game of the season against the, Canes. the Canes. Yeah, Canes, Hurricanes. Yeah. They didn't even get a massive crowd. Oh, you think? Did. Oh, well, yeah, no, they did. it was a pretty it, good crowd there. Yeah, but like I was, I mean, I was looking around. It wasn't like sold out. It wasn't full to the brim. There were no. a lot of people there, but I mean, you have World Cup stars playing for that Stormers side. Mm. It's a big um, stadium against to be fair. a good mm. New Zealand side or a decent New Zealand they're side. They're looking pretty. A, a great New Zealand. They're side. looking pretty average, especially what they did to Peter Steph to the can, other day. Can we not talk about the Hurricanes, please? They were looking <laughs> dreadful. <laughs> My friend, they look But I, I, I just I just thought there might be a little bit more support. Yeah. It, I thought they might yeah. have gotten a sell out for the first game of the season but with all be these a stars. Because it could be a cost thing. Exactly. Look, Maybe, th- yeah. That'll grow throughout the season. That's, yeah. that's habit. That's normal. But speaking about the Reds, I mean, even speaking about them a few months ago now, mm. we expected them to be a young experimental side even. Yeah. And that's exactly. what we've got. Exactly. I would have mm. thought they... I didn't expect them to win against the Brumbies. No. I would have liked it. Um, they got close and they probably should have won the game. Yep. Um, I would not expect them to win against the Lions, um, especially seeing as they're probably the team to beat at the moment. Um, also, Fraser McWright is injured. I don't know if he'll get a what, run is he in. that much of a factor? No, no. Uh, but I think, still. I think... Um, he may be in the first team plans, well, but... We've injured, mentioned so. this guy before, but Harry Wilson has... Uh, had a really good start to very good start. The, to his Super Rugby yep. career. Yeah. He scored scored a try in his first game, of course. Yep. He did. Um, he's probably been one of the standout young players in that Red squad. Mm. Again, he's a he's a good player, but he can't do it all on his own, especially no. not from number eight. So exactly. I think mm. they're blessed to have someone like Tate McDermott at yeah. nine. Mm-hmm. He he scored last week against the Lions. Actually, it was a go ahead try, mm. but they couldn't hold on. Uh, Still a bit experimental with um, you know, Isaac Lucas. Yeah. You know, Bryce Hegarty's in and out. And Jock playing 10 yeah, as well. Yeah, Jock there. And it's like, you know, it's a bit eh at the moment. You know yeah. what I mean? It's a bit confusing. Um, um, yeah. But, but still, positive showings. Yeah, they're, for sure. They're building. Mm. And I think with the strength of the Australian Conference, and again, if you're not familiar with Super Rugby, because let's face it, it changes every year. Yep. If you top your, your conference, you automatically qualify for the playoffs, for cool. the finals. So... Mm. Basically, all they have to do is top it. Yeah. So there's plenty of time to do that. Yeah. Uh, next up is the Hagiwaris in mm-hmm. Buenos Aires, and then they're Hagu- back. Hagiwaris. Yeah. That's what they like to be called, mate. Really? <laughs> yeah. They're Actually, not- the Jaguars, mate. Yeah. The Jaguars. No, because of their South American. Yeah, Hagiwaris. Hagiwaris. It's uh, and I'm not even saying it close to the right. To mm. be fair, Jaguars, no. mate. Stick Jaguars. to that. In, Stick to that, no, mate. In Bu- Buenos Aires, which to be fair, Buenos looks like Aires. The, <laughs> it looks Jaguars. like one of the, more- the Tigers, mate. The, t- the, the stripy tigers. tigers. Spotty oh, tigers. What are they? <laughs> Spotty um, tigers? The cheaters. They're cheaters. <laughs> no, it, uh, no they're, they're, they're called the roosters. Roosters. Yeah, the cheaters. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. Bazinga. No, Thank you. Buenos Aires, to me, looks like one of the more fascinating places to mm. play rugby. I'm not sure if you guys have watched cool. much Haguaris rugby, but no, not really. Because no. it's, a, it's a football stadium. So mm. they've got the uh, like the fences in between the crowd. Oh, that's cool. And okay. the, Which, do you know what stadium they play at? 
Oh, I wish you'd asked me that beforehand. Sorry, so pal. I didn't know we were going to get onto the Hagarates. No. Mm. And uh, then they're back home the mo- uh, week after against the Moondogs. So, mm. um, yeah, can't wait for that. The Sunwolves. It's fun Interesting. Fun. Well, speaking of another Queensland or Brisbane side, uh, the Brisbane Roar. They won a uh, they won a dramatic uh, game against the Adel- Adelaide United. Come on, you uh, Roar. Come look, on, this you is roar. this is the first time they've won back to back games at Suncorp in almost two years. Yeah, as well. March 2018, mate. And it's Dylan, there. Dylan, you beauty. Oh yeah, he didn't do he, he, overly much. Hey, to well, be fair. okay, Tommy Aldred. You yeah, beauty. No, scored his first goal for the for club. Brisbane. Yeah, mm. look, the driving factor in this Raw team at the moment is Scotty McDonald. Man, yeah, he has you been. He yeah. made the team of the week. He did, and he played sublime mm. last week against Adelaide. But he's uh, he's come in as a January signing, left Western mm-hmm. United, former Celtic legend, I might add. Mm. I remember watching Celtic played the Raw at oh, Suncorp. Wow. Do you remember that? Strange. No, I do not. Do I don't know. Yeah, no, it was a really good, it was during that period of the A League where they were attracting okay. teams down under. So I saw Celtic play the Raw one year. Then Liverpool it, played. Is this like when then, yeah, like Liverpool no, was, or like when Chelsea played like, here or stuff like, like that? Like before five, that? It was like five years before that. Oh wow. And uh, yeah, saw Celtic play and Everton came the year oh, after. Yeah, cool. So it was like Timmy Cahill. I remember Arsenal then, came once. Well, Ch- Chelsea, yeah. Chelsea came to play Sydney FC. Juventus came to the A League against A League All Stars. Oh, yes. I remember that. That I was remember that, too. that was a close game, wasn't it? Uh, From my memory, it was like one nil or something. It was close. Or two or one. Pogba, two one. Pogba running out. But yeah, I think my highlight out of that has to be Liverpool and mm. not the Brisbane match, the one the in Mel- Melbourne. MCG. Yeah. And I, I remember, I think it was like a Wednesday afternoon. Mm. Dad picked me up at 3 p.m., drove to the airport, went to the game that night. Sick. And then was back at school. He made me go to the last two periods of the day. Oh, that's cruel, yeah, isn't was, it? And it was like multimedia. Yeah, it's like, it was like <laughs> uh, why, do you, why do you even do you, show up? Father, do you hate me? Like We're yeah. working in multimedia now, so <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah, but back I there. Stopped hey, hey, you can thank your father for your career, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Literally uh, didn't maybe. do multimedia after you, right? She's gone. Yeah, Didn't no, even think about play. it. But no, this game, again, MCG packed. And I know... You'll you never walk f- alone, pal. In, in the ET last week, you weren't the biggest fan of rect- uh, or circles, oval. oval stadiums for mm. rectangular sports. But, no, I'm not. man, for this one, it was awesome. Like, You'll Never yeah. Walk Alone was as loud as I think I've ever heard it yeah, wow. on TV. I think it was... <laughs> well, yeah, on TV, of course. I didn't have the volume. <laughs> I yeah. turned it up to 100. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, You'll yeah. never walk alone. I think even Steven Gerrard, he said something like that was the best rendition of it he's ever heard mm. seriously and it's pretty cool because it was 90,000 people yeah and fair that, enough I think that game finished 2 it's probably like one of their top appearance like yeah. top attendances ever I mean, well Australia got... just have ginormous stadiums that's it no ginormous stadium yeah. stadium Basically. but like, I mean they oh, have Optus. a lot of quite yeah. no a... they are quite big see how many does um, Suncorp fit 50 45 yeah, 45, 50. But like Gabba's stadiums like in England, yeah. stadiums in England, Bournemouth, 10,000. Well, they're yeah. the smallest in the league. Yeah. So and to be fair, they're going I'm, down. So yeah, I'm just saying, not. yeah, um, they've got small stadiums. So you, yeah. you compare that to a few years ago, I went up to Epi to mm. watch, I think it was Western Pride or Ipswich Knights. Their first team, they played the formidable. Yes. All whites from New Zealand. No word of a lie. And it was a gold, <laughs> it was a gold coin donation. <laughs> like, the a, state of New Zealand uh, football. The state of New Zealand football, mate. Seriously, that could be a podcast in its own uh, right. That is dreadful. Be. Anyway, I mean, back on the, the Raw's game, they actually came from 1-0 down. Mate, Halloran. Is, it was yeah, an absolute is, blinder. Benny, is, this, um, Benny, oh boy. is this a new sort of chapter for the Brisbane Raw that they're able to <sighs> come back from adversity like this? They were 1-0 down, what? Look, 58 minutes gone, 50, mm. and they managed to salvage a victory well, out yeah, they, uh, Merza, he scored his first goal yeah. 10 minutes after that. Yeah, I think Maradovic, the, yeah. Yeah, it was um, great resilience I think the lads, is, eh? Yeah, this and is I definitely think, a victory that you could probably build your season on. It's yeah. something they haven't shown in the earlier parts of the season, mm. the fact that they can come against adversity, come against, you know, going behind and claw their, claw their way back. To be fair, yeah. can we remember, this is Newcastle, right? Oh, it was Adelaide. Adelaide. Sorry, Adelaide. Okay, fair enough. They're a good team. They, they are, are a good team. They're, yeah. uh, I've been on their back. That was a six, that was a six pointer. Yeah, uh, Adelaide. No, that's fair, actually. Adelaide going into that were fifth, five yeah. points ahead of the rule. They, they still stay in fifth. The yeah. Roar are in the top six yeah, now, two points which ahead. is interesting. Good. Yeah, so Get them a actually, Keep they've got calm. a massive game this week. So they, yeah. it's another six pointer for the Raw. They mm. play Western United in Ballarat. That's Ooh. big. Well, yeah, because Western United they are seventh. But I think I think a victory is coming. I think it's goal difference, or they might be the mm. raw might be one point ahead type mm-hmm. thing, but it's also it's almost like at this time of the season, man, if you can win this, mm. there's daylight, yeah. and that is so so crucial. Yeah. But I think something else that will help the raw going forward is I think they have like ten games to go, and they have like seven home games. 
That is huge. Something like that. One, a few of them, or one of them is at Dolphins, isn't it? Yeah, their next game back in Brisneyland is against away to uh, home to Perth at Dolphin Stadium next mm-hmm. Sunday. So yeah. get, get down to that. It'll be a sellout anyway, so that'll be good. Yeah. Um, which is pretty awesome. So uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I like. I don't like it that it's in Redcliffe or Redlands or whatever. But yeah, but. I mean, I don't mind it because it sells out. Yeah, and it's exactly. a different market. That's it's, the difference. It's expanding the raw brand because mm-hmm. I think at the moment they they basically still are the Queensland Raw. Pretty much. You know, they changed their name what six, seven years ago, yeah. but they are still the Queensland Raw now that Gold Coast and North Queensland have gone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, back in those days, the captain of the Raw, mm. Matty Smith, mm. he won the title with the Raw. Hoisted yeah. the toilet seat. Exactly. Then he went over to I think it was Malaysia, somewhere like that. Glorious. But he's since come back. Now, he was in the NPL last season with the Gold Coast Knights. And now he's uh, he's just signed for a new club, uh, Brisbane City Boys. What do we think of this? Because this is a it's big it's move. A good, it's a good pickup. It's a big um, big NPL move. Big kind of in between the clubs. Um, we saw him play the other day, didn't we? Or no? Did we see someone else play the other day? We saw Olympic play Gold Coast United. That's right. At Goodwin um, Park. No Shane Smeltz. I was gutted about mm. that. Yeah, um, I, I couldn't make we, it. Yeah, I was. I I didn't even dead. know you, you were, boys were going. You were MIA. Yeah, there's something that may come out soon, but um, obviously we can't say anything about it. But um, no, it's a shame that he wasn't there because um, we wanted to see him obviously play. I've spoken too much about like New Zealand sport anyway. Exactly, so exactly. I'm but not gonna... great performance from Olympic. Great performance from Jez Lofthouse, who is Andrew Lofthouse's son. Yeah, no, did he? Wow, was... really? Yeah, we saw Andrew Lofthouse there. So get on down to Goodwin Park I, if I, you ever want to see saw, <laughs> Andrew Lofthouse. I, I saw Andrew Lofthouse at. Uh, the IGA in Milton. Okay, let's, let's get him on the show. He drives an Audi, by the way. Surprise, so, surprise. Yeah, yeah, four rings. Um, yeah. What's the opposite of the moon? Son. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> he looks a lot happier on, on TV, on the telly. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. you, you can't sustain that constantly. No, can you can't. You've got to get your frowning in a little bit. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh. <laughs> no, oh, I've got some frowning scheduled in. veggies uh, from RGA. I might add, though. <laughs> Thanks for that rendition. <laughs> on that, CJ, dude, he was, I think, the standout. Jez Lofthouse, 100%. Matt, Matt of the match on the field. And as you were showing me, I think at half time, mm-hmm. He scored some he's, screamers. He's on the A-League watch, isn't he? Is. He? He, is. Um, he's, um, he was one of the, young, I think he was the young player of the year in the NPL last year, NPL yeah, Queensland. He was in the NPL team of the year last year. I think he was on the bench. Um, but he's a standout player for them. Yeah. If there's one to watch from the NPL, I'd say it's him. And he's do, you reckon, do you reckon Andrew's uh, telling Wally Lewis, hey, you know, what's Wally, gonna, what's Wally gonna do? What do you talk about? Get him, uh, get Jez him to the Broncos. No, Je- no, Wally does Andy sport for Channel Nine, mate. Yeah, I know yeah. that. So but... you go, okay, Wally, maybe a little bit of a mention about my son Jez. He's uh, he's been playing some great football for. Olympic, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, doubt I think it, he's a bit skinny though. I, I like you think, yeah, I was about to say that, mate. He mm, is a... He needs to bulk up a little bit. He needs to bulk up. He is skinnier than Gusman. Oh, yeah, that's oof, funny. That's, saying, that's saying, something. saying something. Dude, I'm ripped. What the hell? <laughs> no, you're ripped, but you're skinny, mate. You can yeah. have both. Best of both worlds. Exactly. Yeah. No, but he is a skinny footballer who... He is. He was playing like... Very l- skillful though. Left wing. Mm, roaming drifting ab- inside yeah, a little bit. Roaming into the central midfield as well. He, every time he touched the ball, everyone was... All the All the faithful was on their feet and... Oh, go Jez. He's really that kind of hometown, yeah. homegrown oh. player that home people love. Hero. And I want to see him playing in an orange jersey. I'll say it. Oh, wow. Anyway, okay. It's just about giving these players opportunities, isn't it? Mm. So Take a punt. Maybe we need to ta- you know, Where is the pathway sometime. between the MPL Queensland and the Brisbane Raw? Show why me. why Show isn't me. Andy Pengerly in an orange shirt this exactly. season? That, that's the biggest surprise, wasn't it? Yeah, you scored 40 year. goals in your competition. Hey, where, when do you score 40 goals that in is so the rare. second division of a competition and you don't even get a In a, a look team in. that struggles for matter. strikers too. Yeah. Let's let's go with Roy O'Donovan over this young kid who's shown tons of promise and has scored 40 goals. Let's go with this 30-year-old Irish guy. To be fair, he does have a good record in the A-League. Yeah. He yeah, scored but, in like 50% of his games. Yeah, but like, seriously, he, he, was, Mate, good, he was good in that Newcastle system. No, he was good for the Raw while he was there. You reckon? Yeah, I think he was. Or for I the don't most, think so. For the Roy most part, this season? Yeah, for the most part, he this was season? Okay. As soon I don't as, think so. As soon as he left that Every, club, they've started scoring goals <laughs> and winning games. <laughs> yeah, but keep in mind that was in January. And I mentioned Scott McDonald before. And I think they finally have someone who's a leader on the field as much mm. as he is off. Yeah, because they didn't really have that. No, they don't. Because they, they're a forward what, group, a mm. squad of forwards, very young oh. across the board. They are, generally. They yeah, are. I mean, you got Aaron Amati Holloway, who's a little bit older, but He's the rest of older. them are younger. For the most part, they're young, mate. So yeah. they needed a leader, and mm. Scotty Mack is that. So, again, great stuff for the Raw going forward, hopefully. 100%. 
hopefully get it done in, down in Ballarat this weekend. Exactly, and go out to any NPL games. Obviously, they got rained out last weekend, but get down to any NPL games. Get down to your local club. Get to Goodwin Park. Get to Lions Stadium. Get to Perry Park. Go to all of them when you can. Um, it's a really great um, competition to watch, and we really enjoy it. We love it. Um, you can even see us there, potentially. Mm. Oh, that's geez. why you really want to go. that's not motivation enough, then exactly. I don't know what is. I don't know what you would do. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you a free joke if you come down. There you go. Okay, so now no <laughs> one's going to show up. I'm definitely going. No one's showing up there. Oh, I'll, I'll go just to hear how bad it is. Yeah. Anyway, we had another great chat this week, gents. Uh, Emma Zilke was great. Uh, if you haven't checked us out on any of our social media platforms, do that right now. Go uh, there. Yeah, Instagram, underscore, beyond the sidelines, underscore. Go there. Facebook, beyond the sidelines. Go there. YouTube, beyond the sidelines. Go there. Check us out on Spotify <laughs> and Apple Podcasts. Go there. Yeah, go there, any more specifically. Ma- any, any major po- pla- uh, podcasting platforms, yeah. go there. Yeah, because that is where we want the, the, the listens coming in on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Chuck us in your car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a great listen. Uh, Facebook as well. You can hear it on Facebook. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, see you next time.